What if Velka was a daughter of chaos, who helped her mother attempt to create a new flame? And along with her mother and sisters, failed to maintain control over it, and subsequently changed the world forever. Sleep well, and allow me to weave you a tale wherein Velka was indeed a daughter of the Witch of Izalith. First, we have to determine whether it's possible just based on the number of Chaos Daughters there are compared to the ones that we've already seen. In the opening cinematic, we can see that there are seven Daughters. We know of Quelana, Quelag, the Fair Lady, and the one just outside of the Bed of Chaos Fogwall. That's four. And some people speculate that the two orbs with the Isolith staves on either side of the Bed of Chaos are Chaos Daughters as well. And since that makes more sense than any other conclusion, we'll say for argument's sake that we'll include them in the count as well. Which brings us to six. There is another one that a few people believe to be a Daughter of Chaos, near Ceaseless Discharge, but I'm not sure that's one at all. The gold-hemmed black cloak we get from that corpse reads, Worn by the Witch Quelana of Isolith, Mother of Pyromancy and Daughter of Chaos. She wore this gold-hemmed black cloak before even the Age of Fire, and it offers strong resistance versus fire, poison, and other perils. The robes clearly belong to Quelana. The description makes that clear. And for the matter of the corpse that they're on, well, I think Quelana vaguely explains it. As she is a self-professed liar, she tells the chosen undead that she abandoned her mother and sisters, and now roams around feigning ablution and pretending to seek answers. She is even flat out wrong when she tells us that her and all her sisters and mother were disfigured by the flame as the one outside the Bed of Chaos is perceivably unscathed. So, in order to abandon her mother and sisters, Quelana placed her robes on someone else, and used them to fake her own death. So, in our count of things, since the orbs could go either way, we have at least one Daughter of Chaos unaccounted for, and I believe it could be Velka. For starters, we already know that Velka is a witch, a rogue witch at that, so we can check that off the similarities list. The Vow of Silence miracle reads, Secret Rite of Black-Haired Witch Velka prevents casting of magic within effect area 
Velka, the goddess of sin, is a rogue deity, but she is versed in arts both new and old, and is considered to have a great range of influence, even as gods are concerned. There are a lot of interesting factors in this description, especially the fact that Velka is versed in arts both new and old. And from context, we can assume the art form spoken of is the magical art. So she's versed in both old and new magic. And we know that before pyromancy was invented, the chaos witches used flame sorceries. The Isolith Catalyst reads, Catalyst of the Witch of Isolith of long ago, when her daughters were still flame witches, before they were engulfed by the chaos flame. Before the birth of pyromancy, their wands were mediums for sorcery, but knowledge of this flame sorcery has long since vanished. It seems the witch and her daughters of chaos were the only ones to use the flame sorceries. So it may not just be a coincidence that Velka is versed in these old arts. It's also interesting that the point of Vow of Silence is to prevent spellcasters from casting, which would be fitting. Picture Velka standing among the ruins of Isolith after they lost control of the Flame of Chaos. Their civilization wiped out, her mother and several of her sisters disfigured, tortured. That's incredibly heavy, and one thing that has always been consistent in my theories of Velka is that you don't just become the goddess of sin because you claim it. It seems more of a brand than an honor. You don't know sin enough to preside over it without having stared sin in the face. So she set out and determined to right her wrongs and punish the world for their sins. So in that context, Vow of Silence makes a lot of sense. She'd have a distrust of magic, saw firsthand the horrors that it could bestow upon the world. So she silences the sorcerers before they can sling destruction. The Ring of Sacrifice reads, the mystical ring was created in a sacrificial rite of Velka, the goddess of sin. Its wearer will lose nothing upon death, but the ring itself breaks. A sacrifice is only worth as much as the life it spares. A daughter of chaos would likely know quite a bit about sacrifice. Velka would have vastly shifted her entire worldview. And a great example of this would be the differences between her talisman and the Isolith staff. Faith 
adjusts the power of the sorcerer's cast using the Isolith staff. But Velka's talisman draws upon one's intelligence to cast miracles. They're complete opposites, which is fitting because faith alone wasn't enough to spare Isleth. A more cold and calculated intelligence was needed to judge the sins of the world. And blindly placing faith in the gods or power without intelligence proved to be catastrophic. Velka's other miracle is called Karmic Justice, which also seems appropriately titled in reference to the punishments received by the witch and her daughters after the Flame of Chaos, and kind of points us in the direction that Velka has her sights aimed at. What's also interesting is that the only two talismans in the Dark Souls trilogy made from hair are from Velka and the Fair Lady. It could be that the witches had some sort of magical property within them, or more specifically in their hair that made it possible. There is also the witch's locks, which make for a deadly whip. And not to mention the only references of black hair at all in the game are either for Velka or a daughter of chaos. And outside of talking about Velka or the daughters of chaos, hair color itself is rarely even brought up at all. In fact, the only other references to it would be the talisman from the fair lady's hair, and the ivory locks that line Kieran's mask. Velka watched her home, her family become engulfed in flame, a civilization destroyed by the faith bestowed by the witch into her own lord soul. But when they failed, catastrophe spread across Isleth like a wildfire. Velka put her old life behind her and took on the mantle of goddess of sin under the weight of her heavy burden. To scour the world and rid it of sin in an attempt to prevent further cataclysm across the land. Isolith set the reference for sin, and Velka would prevent it at all cost, but was also quick to absolve those who wished to turn from their sin just as she had. With her home in ruin, her family destroyed, and her new burden to carry, she was pulled into a cold, dark, and very gentle place. The Painted World, where she would preside over the Forlorn, whose lives too may have been displaced by sin. <laughs>